listening to a song in the studio right now called The Visitors by ABBA. And I think it's about UFOs or Men in Black because it's like about these like visitors that like show up unannounced at this, what's her name? Like Agatha's house. You know, they show up at Agatha's house uninvited. And she's like, why are Men in Black here? And then it's like, I'm cracking up. And it's like, oh, she's going, you know, she's going crazy from the paranoia. It's a lesser known ABBA hit from their 1981 LP also called The Visitors, which I uh, recommend if you're an ABBA fan, you might not know. I don't know if they used it. I didn't see Mamma Mia 2. Like, I don't, that's not canon to me. I, I don't get, I don't get Mamma Mia actually at all. I think it's the worst fucking, it is the worst fucking play of all fucking time. It really, like, literally, can I just complain about Mamma Mia for one second? Like, I invented the jukebox musical in, like, the 90s when I was a kid. I came up with this idea for a musical called jukebox and it was gonna be though instead of one artist it was gonna be like oldies and i had a whole like summer of love fucking story ass line about like hippies versus the preps it was gonna be so good it had all these i was like um like uh you know (laughs) are you okay are you choking like um what's that song like sherry like there was like a sherry i guess they did eventually use that for the the four seasons or whatever um the frankie valley musical uh jersey boys um, it was going to be like Age of Aqu- I was going to use Age of Aquarius, which is kind of stupid because that's like already from musical the, the musical hair. But um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Judy, like is that a person? Judy in disguise. Maybe one girl was going to be a spy. Just kidding. No, I don't know. There was going to be some good songs in it. It was going to be called Jukebox. I invented this. I wrote it all out. I had like, all the songs picked out. As as I'm known to do, I have several imaginary jukebox musicals. Ask me about my Blondie musical sometime. It's good. Blondie, call me. Um, but Mamma Mia, they like made up the dumbest story of all time. People like loved it because it was just so novel for people to be like, I know these songs out of context, and now they're in a story. Oh, this is amazing! And like that is that is cool. It is amazing, but it's not that cool. Like if your story is like, oh, I fucked three guys one summer, and I don't know who the baby daddy is, but they're all for some reason invited to the wedding of my daughter. Like what? In Greece, so everyone just happened to be on this little ass island in Greece. I, I've seen the touring show. That is not a big island. That is a fucking rock. It's, it's that's fucking Lohan Beach Club. Okay, it is not an elaborate, fancy place. And why are these men all there? Why don't you know who the? Isn't it obvious? To I mean, can you? Are you seriously? Like, you can't tell if Pierce Brosnan is your dad. I'm sorry. Like, we're, don't you look kind of like your dad? Like. Really, you just it's absolutely impossible. And none of them were black, I noticed. So that, that would have made it a little bit easier. But the, the black one wouldn't have shown up. Maybe there was a fourth black one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't think I was recording. So I have to get this rant back on track. Uh, it's not supposed to it'd be... I'm supposed to be talking about the human consciousness, not not ranting about Mamma Mia's lack of diversity. But I will say it is shocking. Um, 
Anyway, so ABBA didn't use the... I don't know, maybe there's UFOs in Mamma Mia 2, because I would expect it to be lazy. I was reminded that she does write the letter to each of the men to invite them, and I'm sure she put in a call to the, the state prison. Um, okay, so Mamma Mia 2 may... I think they use the song The Visitors. It's... I don't know. It's a really haunting song. It begins, like, slowly with this, like, haunting melody with, like, very little instrumentation, and then it builds towards this kind of low-key, funky, driving, propulsive Disco 2-era beat, which uh, is heavily synthesizer-based. A lot of people think of ABBA as being synthesizer music because of uh, the hit single Gimme, 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 A Man After Midnight. But a lot of their records are much more traditional instrumentation. Um, I don't know. I just I could talk about the you know the the Nordic pop music for forever. But they have a song and they're talking about the visitors and it's like who are the visitors? And I think their visitors are here. They've been here. I think they are I call them the uninvited because I don't think they should be here, but they are here. I think technically somebody did invite them like a long time ago. Babylonians, and I think they used a little Iraqi Stargate to, you know, bring them here and, like, did some kind of deal, started a franchise, you know, started a business, and that's where we get um, the hellscape that we're in today. We still work at the Babylonian Enterprise. We're all corporate, uh, you know, constituents of a, of a gigantic intergalactic franchise. Uh, we're basically, yeah, slaves. There's intergalactic financial fraudsters running the business of our planet and um it's been going on for a minute uh and the visitors are here and so it's i was just thinking about i don't know i just think about this too often um i think about this a lot but i think it's interesting because ufos like what are ufos i don't think they're literally spaceships but they are they are the they're the vessels, right? And um, it's interesting because, like, they take on the... UFOs take on the appearance of the times, in a way. Like, if you look up uh, Victorian UFOs, they look all, like, Victorian. They're, like, fucking steampunk-ass-looking weird contraptions. And then, like, UFOs from, like, the early part of the 20th century definitely have, like, a oldies look to them. You know, they look they look vintage UFO, you know? definitely like 40s ass looking ufos like in the in the you know world war ii era but even if you look before that then there's like 1920s there's like gilded there's like yeah there's like 1920s ufos and they're like all like great gatsby ufos and then there's like 40s ufos and then there's like 90s ones which are a little bit more like the like you know modern technology of that time i I still say modern for 90s because I, I don't think I progressed past 1997. I mean, I literally think I think I bought the Ultimate Dance Party 1997 CD and just like stayed there psychically. I don't think I I don't think I progressed, but um, it's weird. So these like UFOs take on the image of the times, and I think that's because it is how uh, they're, they're they're real things, but our brains can't make sense of what they are with our ordinary senses and so we are left to interpret the uh apparition that we see the the signal we 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 see we detect a signal our brain is interpreting it but because it is something that is so beyond our scope of experience we just have to like it's like oh it looks like this it looks like a spacecraft because that's like what we're, we're filling in the blanks you know 
And if we were like on like mushrooms and you saw a UFO, it would probably look more like in like have you ever seen like in in like Bible cartoons, like <laughs> like Ezekiel, he sees like the wheel. He has like a vision of like this thing. It's like the throne of God or whatever, and it's like wheels within wheels is how it's kind of described. And it's like this crazy nightmarish contraption, really, um, with like wings, uh, like feathered wings, and like eyes and teeth. It's a fucking crazy ass thing. Like I'm glad we see a spacecraft instead of that. Our brain is doing us a favor because we don't want to see a bunch of wheels within wheels. Let me just trust me. You don't want to see that. It would terrify you. It's already bad. Like, why are they coming? Like, I think some of them come and it's fine. I think, honestly, if you're coming from someplace else, from another world, we'll just say, I don't like, I don't want to say like planet, well, they're planets. Planet is just like a plane. A planet can be, planet does not mean globe. I don't want to alienate any flat earth. Um, listeners, I'm kind of like a half globe truther, but anyway, uh, other planets, there's visitors. Some are invited. Some, some are uninvited, should not be here. And I think it's time that we tell these, like, friends to, to leave. The party's over. Like, you've been here a long time. You're not welcome. You're exploiting the resources of our planet for whatever reason and of our people. You're doing weird things to kids. I don't know what's going on, but there's a trauma. No, I'm telling you, the culture of trauma is definitely administered by these things, these things or whatever we want to call them. And uh, these the visitors, right? And they have men in black, and the men in black work for them. And I think they're kind of like... It's it is like the Matrix. It's like that guy that's like the the man in the suit, the agent, whatever his name is. Like they're not they're NPCs. They're kind of like I, maybe again, it's sort of like how our brain is just interpreting. Like they're they're archons. They they are like the police of space. They're space police, and they're here on our planet, and they take on the shape or appearance of men in black because they are intergalactic federal agents, and our federal agents emulate their appearance, not the other way around. Wouldn't that be crazy if, like, our whole galaxy was administered by, like, 1940s-type, like, aesthetic, like, administrators somehow? Like, we went, and it was, like, scary, like, future alien planet, but it was kind of, like, Nazi Germany a little bit, or, like, 1940s America, like, I don't know, kind of, like, J. Edgar Hoover was, like, the the military-type president. Like, that's kind of crazy to think about. They're all, like, wearing, like, those, like... FBI caps and like suits and that's what their that's what their military uniform is that'd be kind of weird and like the ladies have like those like curls you know like those like fancy 1940s curls but they're aliens and they're like seven foot tall like beautiful like blonde aliens from Hyperborea and they're like oh we're here they're like oh we missed oh yes we we loved Hitler too Yeezy I, I don't know we have to cut this part out but there are aliens that loved Hitler I'm telling you there, there. It's, it's a fact. It's a, it is a fact that you, the Nazis, were in collaboration with visitors. It's known. Whatever's going on in Antarctica involves them. Whatever Antarctica is or isn't, you know, it's interesting because Arctica and Arcturus. Like, what is Arcturus again? I don't know. I've not really ranted on Arc. I haven't ranted on Arcturus on the program yet. It's the first episode, but I think that. I think it's a new star. I don't think it existed 10 years ago. I think they added a star. They, they added a star. I'm telling you, that's Arcturus is new, but it's also like cool. Cause I feel like I got in on it early. And so like, as usual, I'm always like the first, like, of course they added a new star. And I was the first one to notice. I was like, what's that over there? Oh, like I'm always like, it's like with bands, you know, just like new stars, new bands. And I was just kind of like, and, and you know, trends. And I was like, what's, hmm, what's that over there in the East heavens? And I was like, hmm, it's shiny little red object. What's that? standing out from the crowd she's built different it's arcturus and it is apparently like 
uh, just if you're interested, do you you start looking into the myths, the 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 mythos around Arcturus? That's what I'll I'll say. Um, I I pray towards Arcturus when I face the heavens. Now that is where I look. I look not to Pleiades. I think Pleiades is kind of a psyop a little bit. Like everyone wants Pleiades to happen, and I'm like, no, stop trying to make the Pleiades thing happen. I don't think. I don't think the Pleiadians are coming to save us. I think they would have done it by now. I'm sorry, but like Sirius is the planetary. It's like I think Sirius is probably like the Galactic Administration. I know people are like that's a different galaxy. No, they're wrong about how space works. It's not. It's more like an ocean than anything else. And we're like in a little like bell jar under the sea called the firmament. It's like protecting us from the rest of that weird ocean. And there's weird whatever out there. So it's like, but you know what? It's like that. Okay. Have you seen in Germany, there was this like aquarium. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was this like aquarium tank in a hotel. There's like a giant tank in the center of this, like it was, it was like a hotel and it was like a decoration, but it was enormous, like cylinder shaped, like vessel full of water and sea creatures. And it was just there for entertainment. And it, I'm sure it looked amazing. It looked very cool, but it, it burst, it shattered and it just went, everywhere there's like fucking sushi everywhere and i think like two people died it's crazy no one died maybe i don't know it's it was a crazy crazy story look google um german aquarium disaster i'm sure you'll find you'll find it and it was we'll we'll link it in the show notes oh it feels so good to say that i don't think i'm gonna put show notes together though um it's just like that. That's what the world is. We're like, basically we are in, we're being protected from the aquarium right now. It's the opposite though. Or maybe it's not, I don't know, but soon that glass is going to break and we're going to be enmeshed in space world, AKA the heavens, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's different out there. ABBA knows they wrote the song, the visitors because they had encounters either with, well, they're in the music industry. And I think the music industry is a, a storefront for this intergalactic operation. Let's let's put it that way. And <clears throat> I don't know, like I don't even know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say currently. But like, let's just we'll put it at that for now. That there's a, a storefront, and one of those storefronts is definitely the music business and has been. Um, I would direct I would direct listeners to my recent series on Backlash called Rock and Roll Conspiracy uh, Number Three is coming up very shortly i've got two pieces up also check out maybe angels which is sort of a prelude to the series if you want to know more full disclosure or disclaimer like they they don't make sense they're pretty crazy um, pieces of writing so I, I usually kind of recommend people just like open up and like scroll just like hit the mouse if you have one just like trackpad just like scroll down and just like randomly pick a spot like in your mind i ask a question and then, like, when you get to the spot, like, just read, like, a sentence or two and just see if it answers your question. Like, I think you should, I think you should use my blog as, uh, like, I Ching, I guess, or, like, a Ouija board, um, you know, or tarot. It's tarot. Uh, but if you want, you can read more about my theories about it pertaining to the music business. Um, but I think they're real vessels. I think they appear here. Our brains fill in the gaps, interpret uh, interpret what they are. I think subconscious things happen. I think the culture of trauma and abuse, which is uh, endemic in the United States and probably the world, but we definitely have like an unspoken like culture of extreme trauma. Like we do horrible things to children in this country, and then they grow up to do horrible things to children. Like what the fuck? Like I don't know who started that. 
but it's time to end it. And I, well, I know who started it. It's these visitors and the Babylonian enterprise. Just, they exist to make money off of, I don't think they got in the business. I think originally this business was like, oh, we're just going to like take care of the business of the planet and we'll be in charge of it. Like we'll be the resource managers of this, you know, of this planet and we'll make sure everybody gets like woods they can build ships and we'll have you know commerce and, and mercantilism but then i think things got carried away i think um somebody messed up and brought the wrong stakeholders over here okay they got some investments from a shady investor called i don't know the the uninvited this this bad group and things changed and i think a lot of the things used to work I think a lot of the things like the Catholic Church or Freemasonry or certain other religions and peoples like um, were noble and were actually were were like good masters in a sense for our planet. They were kind of like here to run things like and protect us sort of. And like they had this kind of path that you would uh, follow, you know, into the upper into the, like the, the elite like were, were noble and they were justified, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, and there was, you know, at the top of that would be the, the priest, the priestly caste, you know, the, the, the top people are always the high priests and they would be, this is a kind of clergy that administered the world. And I think it was a good system for a long time. And I think it fell, we fell clearly it's <laughs> right on the wall there. It seems like there was a little bit of a problem at some point. We've, we, we know women are to blame. We don't know exactly how the Bible's like kind of symbolical, you know, but we know it's definitely a woman's fault. Something happened on the planet, and so we've got to, you know, just work through that, and we will. It's fine. But in the meantime, um, you know, people are... There is, there is unfortunately, sin and pain on this planet, and the Babylonian, Babylonian enterprise at some point got in the business of making money off of negative emotions, Um there's also this whole thing going on. I'm running out of time. I've got to go. There's this whole thing also going on. This like shift in the cosmic calendar, as I like to say. I think there's actually like three. I think there's like a tw- like a 2,500 year calendar like deadline coming up, like a 25,000 cycle, like 25,000 year cycle, and like a 250,000 year cycle, and they're like all somehow lining up about the same time. So it's like it's like it's your it's like having your 16th birthday, your 40th birthday, and your like 80th birthday all on the same day basically okay Um, so that's what's going on. Like we're like when the like age of Aquarius, as I referenced earlier, it's a real thing. Like there are ages, uh, like epochs of history. Time is it's both real and fake, but it's real. So there's like um, our planet and our sun are we're like moving through like a, a tube. <laughs> okay, just think of it that way. We're moving through a tube, like an aquarium kind of, and we're going and there's just like different scenes on this like kind of like like different stations on this tube stop and like we're going from one station to the next one we're going uptown okay we're going uptown 
and we just need to get there. But we're going to a new station, and the people from there's some people on the train that we need to ask to leave. We need to get the conductor to say, hey, some of these people, please not join us at the next stop because they are uninvited. Um, and they're making it, they're just being disruptive, you know. And I think that the way things have worked on this planet for a long time, um, absolutely not only cannot continue in those kinds of operations, but they will not continue. Those operations shall cease. And I'm talking about the intergalactic human trafficking, the intergalactic uh, financial fraud, the intergalactic slavery, the intergalactic corporate crimes, okay? It's, it's on that scale. I know it sounds crazy, but it's on that scale. Um, and they realize that if they want to continue the, the, the enterprise, it's gonna, they're going to be up against a bigger challenge because previously uh, human beings were stupid and we were like weak and uh, prideful and sinful. But we've kind of gone through like a transition. We are glowing up as a species and we're coming together. And notice I don't say race as a species because race is like the races are, come from all different places. Like, let's be real. I, I can't talk about it because I get accused of being like, racist but like if you think like chinese and like black people come from the same ancestor like what's wrong with you no obviously they were put here at different eras like there's a lot of history that we don't understand but there's enough of a, in common amongst these different races and, and groups of peoples uh that litter the planet that we can i think all say that we have a common uh expression together called humanity or, or mankind i like mankind because humanity has kind of been co-opted by like the like uh, secular humanist kind of movement the new age left and so i like to say mankind because it kind of offends people too a little bit but it man was made first it's obvious that like it's obvious i love love women but they're, it's obvious that they are a secondary species to like men like it just makes sense right they're just like a looser version it's kind of like a like a diet, it's like Diet Coke, you know, their women are like the Diet Coke of, of men, okay, um, and that's fine, they, they, they have an important role, and their role is changing, actually, too, and that's part of this, uh, cosmic change, there's a, a change in the role of the feminine species, there's always a feminine principle, cosmically, but there's been this, like, notion of the feminine and masculine species on our planet, Obviously, that's manifesting in kind of strange ways right now. And a lot of the ways it's manifesting is actually um, a part of this, like, co-opting of the transition of the ages. So we're going through a movement into the new station, the new age, cosmically. People are waking up. There's a lot of new information. People are accessing their superpowers. It's, it's really cool, except for unless you're an intergalactic fraudster who likes to enslave people on our planet then you're going to be in a challenge because now the people are going to be a lot harder to deal with. And so in order to combat that, they're running all kinds of operations that are uh, exploiting the, the present situation in a way such that they can hopefully continue operations of global uh, intergalactic slavery. But <clears throat> if they want to keep that going, it's going to have to be a lot more overt because we're more powerful than ever. We have new tools and we're like, we are going to, we have like um, an aptitude towards, uh, community i really think people do want to come together i don't think that means like a global world government i think it's actually the opposite i think it's many very beautiful nations all over the planet just being their cool nation selves and like loving who they are and then like working together like that's that's normal that's like what that's a planet okay that's a planet 
that's where I want to live. Not not where everyone has like one government and culture across the entire. That's no, that's weird. Like ugh, gross. I and mean, like, oh, if you don't like the government, like, what do you do? Leave the planet? No, we don't have. No, that is it's ridiculous. Don't let anyone for a second tell you a global planet is because they're gonna start that soon. I will say probably in the next eighteen to twenty four months, you will start being gaslit into like, what's wrong with you? What do you mean you don't want a global council of positive climate good or they'll have some like name for it it's like no no we don't we don't want your planetary council of slave masters thank you anyway we already have had you for thousands of years go home go find another planet go create a species and like there's like dead rocks in space just go go if if space is real go find a fucking asteroid and just go grow some slaves on that or so i don't i don't know it's not my problem my problem is here on this planet where we have inherited Thousands of years of intergalactic struggle. We are going to lead the uprising against the visitors. Um, I think ABBA knew this, even though they were probably, you know, compelled by their contract to do. And it's their last album, The Visitors. So it's like kind of like a fulfillment of contract, but it's also sort of interesting. The Visitors. It's around the same time that the movie uh, series V came out. Is I think this maybe a, a few years before, but it's maybe one or two years, this great big mini series from the eighties called V look that shit up. It's terrifying. They, they did a remake and like not that long ago, maybe it was 20 years ago. I don't know, but it's not as good. You want to find the original 1980s V and it's terrifying. They're here. They're amongst us. They run our government. Uh, they've been trying to tell us that like the Eisenhower thing. That's what he's trying to tell us. They, I think it has something to do with, like, viruses have something to do with these people, or these these beings. I don't know exactly how it works, but viruses come from them, and they are, like, are possessed by viruses and visitors, and I'm possessed by ABBA, and I'm just gonna um, listen to visitors and locate the, the kind of, like, Kinostic frequency, I, I won't define what that means, but I'm going to find a certain quality within the music, which I will enjoy, and I will raise the vibration of that quality until the darkness of the music industry, which has been also built into that song, will be removed. And I will only have the goodness of ABBA, and none of the sadness, none of the, none of the business, none of the sordid affairs. And this is our mission and this is how we will restore balance and equilibrium. Even though they are evil, you know, satanic, masonic troubadours, the Beatles once said, all you need is love. They meant it in some kind of cryptic language way, probably. But we will restore all you need is love to all you need is love. We, will, we are going to make all you need is love great again. But first, we'll do ABBA, The Visitors, because I love that song. Um, the pizza's here, so I'm going to um, go. We'll see if this was usable. It seemed kind of racist and misogynistic, but not transphobic or... Well, I just say something about the Nazis. It was anti-Semitic. Everything's anti-Semitic nowadays, though, so what are you going to do? This has been another episode of Here Comes the Backlash. I'm Poolhouse. Stay cool. I can't make that my tagline. <laughs>